Science Journal for Kids and Teens presents How Can Nanoparticles Help Coral Reefs? Read by Miranda Wilson Abstract Did you know that coral reefs are like incredible underwater cities built by corals? They protect coastlines and provide homes for many marine species, including tiny algae that live inside the coral. These algae have a special deal with the coral. They share nutrients and give the coral its colorful beauty. But there's trouble. Rising ocean temperatures from climate change stress the corals. This makes coral lose their colorful algae partners in a process called coral bleaching. It's bad news for both the corals and the reefs. We made a drug for the algae to help fight the harmful effects of stress. The algae are small, so we made seria nanoparticles that the algae can easily absorb. This protected the algae from harm, even when seawater temperatures were warm. Introduction. Coral reefs protect coastlines from erosion and flooding by strong waves during storms and hurricanes. They also provide a home for nearly a quarter of all marine species. Some of these marine species are microscopic algae that live inside the coral cells. In the safety of the coral shelter, the algae photosynthesize using green pigments like chlorophyll. This process provides nutrients to both the algae and coral. The association between the algae and the coral gives the coral most of its color. The mutually useful relationship between algae and coral is called symbiosis. Unfortunately, as ocean temperatures rise due to climate change, the coral becomes stressed. When it's stressed, it loses its symbiotic algae and their color. We call this change coral bleaching because the coral looks white. Coral without its symbiotic algae usually dies. Once a reef dies, it rarely comes back. The coastlines lose protection and other marine species lose their home. Scientists have noticed that stressed coral has increased levels of highly reactive molecules that contain oxygen, called free radicals or reactive oxygen species. Both algae and coral cells produce these reactive molecules. We had an idea for a drug that might reduce them in both partners. But these free radicals are very small, so we needed to figure out a way to reach them with the drug. In the lab, we made seria nanoparticles that can counteract these free radicals. We set off to test if these small particles could prevent bleaching and protect coral reefs. In this photo, you can see the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Coral reefs are essential habitats for many marine species, including algae, oysters, urchins, and many fish. In the photo, you can see a variety of corals of different shapes and colors along the seafloor. Methods. We used algae and sea anemones to model the coral. Sea anemones are relatives of coral and easier to experiment with in the lab. Here in figure one, you can see sea anemones are relatives of coral. We use them to model the coral in the lab. You can see three anemones in the tank with their arms pointed toward the top of the photo. 
We mix specific chemicals to make the seria nanoparticles. We coated the nanoparticles with a polymer. This helped keep the nanoparticles suspended in water. Then we added a glowing dye to the nanoparticles so that we could see them better under a microscope. Our glowing nanoparticles were taken up by the algae in seawater. We measured absorbance over three weeks. This told us if the nanoparticles had a negative effect on the algae growth and multiplication. We measured the amount of free radicals inside the algae that had received the nanoparticles and those that had not, the control. We also wanted to see how well the nanoparticles worked at different temperatures. We tested them at a normal seawater temperature, 27 degrees Celsius or 81 degrees Fahrenheit, and at a warmer, stressful temperature, 34 degrees Celsius or 93 degrees Fahrenheit. The algae with seria nanoparticles were then delivered to the sea anemones. We used a microscope to check if we could see the nanoparticles glow inside the algae within the anemone. If they did, we had been successful. Results. We made several important discoveries from our experiments. The algae took up the seria nanoparticles within 30 minutes. After three weeks inside the algae, the nanoparticles did not impact algae growth. Algae that had nanoparticles inside were successfully delivered to the sea anemones. And the seria nanoparticles inside the algae helped decrease the amount of free radicals at both temperatures. Figure 2 shows the amount of free radicals in untreated algae, or the control, and seria nanoparticle-treated algae. Free radicals are an indication of stress in algae. We tested these amounts one hour after exposure at two different water temperatures, 27 degrees Celsius or 81 degrees Fahrenheit, and at 34 degrees Celsius or 93 degrees Fahrenheit. On the x-axis of the graph, you can see the untreated or control algae on the left and the algae treated with nanoparticles on the right. On the y-axis, you can see the fluorescence of the free radicals in algae measured using the second glowing dye. Blue bars indicate temperatures of 27 degrees Celsius and red bars indicate 34 degrees Celsius. Looking at the graph, how do the nanoparticles affect the amount of free radicals in the algae? Discussion. We were amazed how well the seria nanoparticles worked inside the algae. After three weeks, the algae continued to grow normally. This showed us that the seria nanoparticles can be given to algae at a safe dose. This was important as we did not want to damage the algae while trying to protect them. The nanoparticle-based drug reduced free radical concentration in the algae. This happened at both normal seawater temperature and warm seawater temperature. This protected the algae when they faced thermal stress. We planned to test the seria nanoparticles on algae and coral taken from the ocean. This will confirm if our results with the anemone transfer to coral. 
We also want to check how long the nanoparticle-based treatment is effective for. We have discovered that our seria nanoparticles can help reduce the risks of bleaching, but other applications of nano-based treatment could also help fight things like coral diseases and boost growth. Conclusion. Our research may help corals survive warmer ocean temperatures, but there's more we can do. Climate change is ongoing, and we must act to stop our oceans from getting warmer. You can help slow down climate change in lots of small ways. Turn off lights, computers, TVs, etc. when you're not using them. Walk or ride your bike instead of hopping in the car for short journeys. Or put on a sweater instead of turning up the heat and open a window in warmer weather rather than blasting the air conditioning. You can also contact your local representative. Ask them what water companies are doing to reduce their carbon dioxide emissions, which cause climate change. Together, we can protect our marine life and the environment. Thank you for listening to this recording. This work has been adapted from the original peer-reviewed paper in the journal Frontiers in Marine Science, published on August 9, 2022. Research conducted by Lisa Roger, Joseph Russo, Natasha Lewinsky, Robert Jinkerson, and Juan Pablo Giraldo from Virginia Commonwealth University, Arizona State University, and the University of California, Riverside. See the full list of affiliations in the accompanying PDF. Please visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org, for more free science teaching resources.